My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. I wish I grew up and was able to play football because god damn it, Aaron Donald, what a specimen. This dude is winning life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Private Takes Podcast. It is your boy, Pride, joined by Gonzo. Gonzo, how are you feeling, my guy? Not too bad. Waking back up, took me a little nap. But they, did I just see that he got $95 million? Yes, he did. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it, it's a two-year deal, $60 million guaranteed. Let me double-check. Um... Jeez, they're not saying it. But yeah, suppose uh, I've seen something on Twitter about it. Uh, he's getting paid um, as long as I'm looking at it correctly. Um, it was either a two or three year deal. I know it was a two year deal. I know it was that because he's gonna he's basically gonna cash out again. Bless his heart. Like real talk, bless his heart. I don't know. Dude talks retirement, then takes a, a short deal, gonna be able to re up again. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's wild, man. It's insane. Uh, okay. So it's a two-year, uh, $60 million extension. And then the $95 million, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of like this. It's this weird thing where they reworked his contract. It's something weird. So in the end, he gets 60000 or $60 million guaranteed, point blank, period. And the rest is incentive-based. And they basically structured structured it like he's a quarterback. So if they win a certain number of games, he gets the money. If he get if they make the playoffs, he gets the money. For every playoff game that they win, he gets more money. If they make the Super Bowl, he gets more money. If they win the Super Bowl, he gets more money. It's a situation like that where Aaron Donald's breaking the fucking mold, bro. He's breaking yeah. the mold. Imagine this. He's a defensive player, and they're treating him like a quarterback. Yeah, you don't see defensive players get <clears throat> incentive-based contracts like that. Not that heavily. No. Not that heavily. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first time I think it's ever happened. I think it might be the first time that, that it ever happened. And it's it's just like it but that just goes to show you like how great this dude is. He's a this this dude's a this dude's a fucking stud. Point blank, period. Um I don't know if you heard about this, uh, Gonzo. Um, <coughs> whew, excuse me. Uh, Cornell, the football coach from the uh, Houston Texans. Um, I think he was like 50 years coaching and almost 40 years, I think it was with the Texans. Like, this dude 
They've been around forever. Forever. Hold on. Let me double check this. Okay, okay. So so he's been coaching for 50 years and 39 years he's been in the NFL. Uh so these are these are the teams that he coached for. The Giants, the Patriots, the Jets, the Browns, Chiefs, and, and the Houston Texans. Uh dude, he was part of 17 playoff appearances with 13 divisional crowns, six conference titles. And won five of the six Super Bowls he has appeared in. So he was with the Giants when they won there too. And then he won three more with New England. Dude, he's old as shit. Look, man. <clears throat> I've never in my life, uh, because like, and the thing is, is like when, when you hear players talk, um, if you ask them, oh, yeah, you know, what, um, what coach, you know, do you like the most or whatever? Uh, Cronell gets a lot. He gets a lot of respect. A lot of players adore him. They love him. Um, basically, he's he's hard on you when he needs to be, but at the same time, he's also kind of like, you know, he's solid, you know? Uh, he, he Like, he's a guy that you can go up and talk to him, but at the same time, he's also... If he's hard on, he'll be hard on you if he needs to be. Uh, that that's all I've heard. Uh, screw you, stupid. And not, not all those years. He was only a head coach for a few of those years, if I remember yes. correctly. Yeah, yeah, no, he he wasn't like a um, he wasn't a head coach dynamo where you know we had him in there. Like he basically was just like, <laughs> excuse me, um. Yeah, nah, he 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 was a very beloved guy. Um, so, you know, hats off to him, bro. Hats off to him, man. 50 years, bro. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, Andy Price says. Oh, 100%, bro. Uh, Andy Price says, do you know the full details? Um, so. Basically. So he's going to remain. With. Oh, no. Oh, okay, there it is. I thought I froze for a second. But, um, jeez, there it is. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm I here. You can sure. hear me? No. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. I just want to make sure because my, my, my computer is like a little weird. But, um, so it's, so no New Year's matter. So he's there for two years. Um, he gets guaranteed 65 million over the next two and 95 million through the 2024 season. Um, he gets paid, what was that? I think it was like, if you break it down, he's going like, I think it was like 30, 40 mil a year, which, shoot, God bless him. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and the only thing, and, and before anyone says anything, this is not an, this is something very important to remember. It is not a restructure. Oh, I'm sorry. It is not an extension. It's a restructure. So it's not like he he added two extra years. In 2025, he is still an unrestricted free agent. But he's still able to dip at the end of this contract anyway. So that is something very important because a lot of people are, are making it seem like, 
he signed a two-year extension. No, they're only they're only messing around with these two years, so he can technically still dip. So that is the main thing to worry about. Um, Kenny uh, Kenny Moore the second, Dalton Schultz holding out. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Also, I know uh, I did I did not know you can get fined for missing OTAs. You yes, you can. It, it, the most the most um, glaring case of that was when Le'Veon Bell did it to the Steelers. You can't. The thing you is, can't get fined for the voluntary part at the beginning, but once it gets hurt, reaches a certain right. date, you can get fined. Exactly. Yeah, and and they 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 basically differentiate it by calling it voluntary OTAs and yeah. then mandatory. You can skip the voluntary of uh, uh, the voluntary OTAs. Th those they're like, eh, whatever. If you want to come, sure. Once it's mandatory and you skip, they fine you. <clears throat> I always thought this: once a guy skips his OTAs and you fine him, just trade him. Because now you're already you're already working from a disadvantage situation where the player doesn't feel valued. So now he doesn't feel valued. You as a team feel slighted because it's like, who the why are you why are you trying to hold out? And then you find him. It, it's an awkward situation, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck told Dalton Schultz he was a fucking top tier tight. I don't know who the fuck told him that. Whoever told him that. They're bozo. And I mean it disrespectfully, of course. Uh, Anthony Price says he's going to retire after the 2025 season. He probably will. Aaron, Aaron Donald's probably going to retire. Especially, especially if they win enough, if uh, he's to get another ring uh, before yeah. that contract's up. <laughs> no, 100%. He, if, I, I'm, I, I guarantee right now, he wins one more ring. He's just writing out the, the, uh, the contract. That's it. He's just gonna ride it out, and I don't blame him. I would too. Then again, I'm a simp for the money. We had a packed show for you guys. Celtics won, lost game two. I'll tell you why. I don't give a flying fuck about that. The Boston Red Sox finally learned how to play baseball. Thank God they were really testing my patience. We'll talk about that. But first, Chris, I want to play a game with you. It's called this or that. We're gonna go by a couple positions. And then I'm going to tell you the player you have. Like, I'm basically going to tell you the player that we're basically centralizing it over around. And I'm going to name you about four or five other guys. And I want you to let me know who you would take. <coughs> I want to start running backs. Okay? This one, it's either Saquon Barkley or the next guy I name. All right? Who are you taking? Say right now, right now, right here, right now, Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd have to say Christian McCaffrey. You'll say McCaffrey? Just because he just because he stay, he stays a little bit healthier than what Saquon has. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna go I, I I'm gonna go Saquon, but only because Saquon is in a little bit better position the Christian McCaffrey and I don't even know if me saying that if that really means anything because you're basically going from like trash to recyclables so it's like I don't know but <clears throat> that's just me um Saquon Barkley or Aaron Jones uh Jones 
I'm going to tell you, I, it's, I'm with you. I, I've said this before. I believe the Green Bay Packers have two top 15 running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I'm going to take Aaron Jones. Um, I, I think he's a stud. Um, and to me, and all, honestly, if he – if I think there's it's going to be probably two more years before Aaron Jones starts cementing himself as a, as a top five running back. That's how much I like him. Um I was surprised that they they uh, drafted Dylan when they did because of how good Jones was doing. Oh, me too, me too. But again, it gives you a it gives you a yep. great one two punch. So I, I'm I'm not even mad about them. Last one before we move on to the next position: Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit on it. Sit on it. I'd have to say I'd have to go with Jacobs because of the Raiders situation, but he, Jacob or Jacobs is kind of in the same situation. He here lately he's had trouble staying healthy as well. Not as bad yeah. as Saquon, but right. No, I, and and I, I I agree. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Josh Jacobs. But again, thing is is Saquon ability wise is as good as any of them, if not better. And that's my only concern with him. I love him on the field. The problem is, can he get on the field? That's yeah. really my only problem. Like, I, again, I, I like Saquon. I'm <clears throat> I'm one of the people who believe don't, do, don't give up on him, ride out with him, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, man, <sighs> it's hard to say that. Uh, next vision, I want to talk about some tight ends. And it's crazy because Yuki called it. We're gonna we're gonna centralize it around Dalton Schultz because we're gonna we're you and I we're gonna bring this motherfucker back down to earth. I don't know who the fuck told them that he's great, so we're gonna bring this motherfucker down back down to earth. So we're gonna I'm gonna start with a dickhead move: Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz, or Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. <laughs> All right, cool. Just just wanna okay. Um, Dalton Schultz or Mark Andrews? I'd go with Mark Andrews over Schultz as well. Uh, Dalton Shorts or George Kittle? Kittle. Fucking bozo. Um, Dalton Sh- Okay, this one. <clears throat> this one, I'm very curious to see what you think. Dalton Schultz or Dallas Goddard? Think on it. Think on it. I, I think I still would go with Goddard over Schultz. Let's go. Let's go. You know football. Let's go. Uh, okay. I am very biased. On Dallas Goddard, uh, I can't remember which Madden I had. I, it was a couple years ago. I had Madden, and like his card, I, I was playing Madden at Ultimate Team. His card was like a seventy nine, something like that. But he was fucking mossing dudes, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, in my eyes, this is the best. This is the best tight end in the league. What are we doing here?" Like him, and same thing with Madden twenty. Noah Fant. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um. <coughs> Dalton Schultz or Dawson Knox? Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Think on that one. I think I, I still think I like Knox over Schultz. So with his with just his the potentials that he's shown, I, I'm taking Knox. But it's just in my opinion, I believe Dawson Knox gets a lot of like he's extremely underrated. But again, if you see him. If you see Dawson Knox, when you have, you already got Stephon Diggs. 
So you're already fighting from behind. They have a very they have a great offense. So he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. A bit. There's a lot of weapons. They got a lot of weapons on that offense. Right. So he gets lost in the shuffle for AP, Dalton Schultz or Logan Thomas. So I like Logan Thomas. <laughs> I'm not a big Dalton Schultz fan either. So that's so I'm gonna I be might, more biased on that. But th- this might be. Th- yeah, it's <clears throat> it's very close. I don't. I'm. I will take. I'll be nice. I'll go Schultz. I'll go Schultz. It is close. It's razor close. So if you want to take Logan Thomas, this is one of those things. I'm not mad at you. At all, I think it's close. Uh, Yuki goes Dalton Shorts or David and Joku. Um, I'll take David and Joku with a broken neck, broken <laughs> leg, facing 25 sexual uh assault claims. Oh. Um, after a car crash, so he basically spent some time with Henry Ruggs, and then after that, retire, leave the game, go somewhere else. Like I'll go outside the country, anywhere else, get stuck outside the country, and you won't be able to come back until the game is over. And I'll still take David David Njoku over Dalton Schultz. I will take an unavailable David Njoku over Dalton Schultz. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think Joku is actually underrated, and some of that's because of the, because of the injury. <laughs> I was about to say it's the it, because we forget before he went down, we were screaming how much we love this guy. He got hurt and we forgot. We forgot. He was he was he was a uh, bake, one of Baker's favorite targets there for until like Baker got until he got right. hurt. Frankie goes fuck uh <laughs> and the Rams Patriots two Rams zero head to head in Super Bowls. Oh, what a time to be alive! Um, last one I want to talk to you about wide receivers. This time. This time I want I want to have a little bit of fun. He's going to embark in his first year as wide receiver number one. CD Lamb. Oh, by the way, uh, are we saying Schultz is not a top fifteen? I'm about to look into it. I got to look into it right now. At best, and this is him praying, God listening to his prayer, and then God speaking to me, and then convincing me to be nice, and then me actually acting upon being nice. At best, 13th. At best. I'd agree with that. I'd have to look real close, but I would, yeah, I don't, if he is top 15, they're going to be higher than 13th. 13, 14, somewhere around there. Like, I I don't... And, and again, if, if I'm bugging, maybe I'm bugging, right? It's people gonna... But, in my opinion, imagine this. You're, you're their starter, but everyone constantly wants you to get replaced by your backup. Like, Blake Jarwin, everyone wants Dalton Schultz to get replaced by Blake Jarwin. Let this sink in. Let that sink in. Yeah. Imagine. <clears throat> imagine if 
let me let me let me let me think of of a of a solid guy. Imagine this. Imagine if Tom Brady, right, was a starter back in his New England days. Imagine if he was a start. He's a starter. And imagine if people are constantly begging for Brian Hoyer to be the new starter. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine if right now, all of a sudden, like, matter of fact, we didn't have to imagine. Go look at Jimmy G. People are clamoring. Like, the, the 49ers are clamoring for Trey Lance to get the start. Which is why they're thinking about shipping him out of there. But then when you actually look at the picture, and you're like, wait a minute. You're talking about a Trey Lance, who you guys are using like Taysom Hill, and bait and opted out of his final year in college. So you really don't know what you got with him. You guys are willing to gamble with that instead of Jimmy G, who at least took out to a Super Bowl? Let that sink in. We killed Jimmy G for that. Like, like, to, like, let's be fair here. We killed Jimmy Garoppolo for that. And almost had him back in a second Super Bowl. Think, think about it. And by the way, for all you bozos who got mad that he threw that last second interception, fuck off, all right? It, I think it was like third and ten. He had to throw the ball because yeah. if he takes a stack, it doesn't matter. The game's yeah, over. It was over. It was over either way. He had to try. He had to try something. Exactly. So we had to try something. So I don't want to hear no one say, "Oh my God." Well, he threw an interception. Well, no shit. He had no choice. Like he had to throw the ball. He was getting swung around. Exactly. He has to throw the ball so it's not a sack. And he so he throws out of a sack. If that's Aaron Rodgers, everyone is like, "Oh, poor guy. He was getting hit." Just, I'm, and I'm not a, even a Jimmy G fan. He was throwing up a prayer because he had he had but he had no choice to throw up a prayer. None. The offense line didn't give him no chance at all. I, I was about to say, don't get mad at Jimmy G. Talk shit to that offensive line that let three guys effortlessly go through. Like, what are we doing here, man? And one like, of them be, one of them that you should you should have been keying on there and Donald like crazy. You know, yeah. I just don't understand why people got mad at um at Jimmy G for that. I will never understand it because it's like because here's the thing: if he gets sacked, there people are shitting on him and saying, "Oh, you should have taken that sack." Yeah, you can't. He throws out of the sack. Take that sack exactly. But then he throws out of the sack. Now everyone is like bitching about him, and it's like, bro, he's getting hit. He's trying to get the ball out because if he doesn't get the ball out, it's over. Even that Super Bowl, he, yeah, he he missed the guy deep down the field. But if you yeah. look at that whole game, you know, their loss wasn't all his fault either. You can't. I don't. I don't. But I'll be honest. I I do give him some blame. I yeah. do. But <clears throat> this false narrative that people are pushing around that if the, if it Jimmy G was one who's cost him that that day, there were plenty of times where Jimmy G was going through his progressions. And he couldn't even get to a second read. I'm going to say that one more time. He couldn't even get to a second read because the offensive line was selling him out. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Like, and if it wasn't, and if it wasn't for the offensive pass interference call they called on Kittle right which, before halftime. Which was bogus. Yeah, we probably wouldn't even been having that discussion <laughs> because the game would have probably been over. Yeah. Like, 
And, and, and I was watching that. And when I saw that flag get thrown, I was like, at first, I thought it was holding on the defense. And I just thought, you know, somewhere, you know, unless bumblefuck something happened, you know what I mean? Like off the screen or whatever. <clears throat> then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, George Kittle. And I'm like, yeah, huh? And, I, and, and then they replay it. And I'm just like, you got it, Chief. You got it. But yeah, man, look. I'll tell you right now, I take Garoppolo right now as the Colts quarterback. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck Matt Ryan. I mean that with all due disrespect. Um, but CD Lamb, who are you taking? This one, this one, I had a conversation with someone and I accidentally, like, I almost made them fight. Like, I, I had to apologize because this, this, this got hot. CD Lamb or T Higgins? I. This one to me, I don't know, man. Like, I, I know my answer, but in my opinion, it's I, I lean I lean toward T T Higgins. <clears throat> I do too. And like by yeah, real close, but like I, I think people are gonna realize that C D Lamb might not be a, might not be the number one receiver on a team. That I think I they might so. realize no. that since they've lost Cooper. And, uh... Yeah. Now, I'll be honest. He might in like three, four years, maybe. That's a possibility. But as of right now, no. Because all I know, I've, I've seen him get shut down by number three receivers. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like a lot of his explosive plays really come down to like, I don't know if people realize it, but they, they basically, he runs routes where he basically crosses over someone else's route. So that way the two corners or if they're safe up, there's like communication that needs to go down. That needs to happen at a split second. Yep. And it gets and, the blown and, coverage. Yeah. And it, then it's ended up being a blown coverage. So that, I mean, or can you rely or, on or, that as a number one receiver? That, and, or where does Dallas get most of their, most of their yards and their points? Garbage time. Oh, garbage. Time. Right. Last couple, last couple of years. I mean, that's Which, that's when they've d- yeah. done most of their st- most of their damage after mm-hmm. they're already get, get way down in the first half. Yep. Um. Now, this one, I think I might be being a little disrespectful, but fuck it, why not? CD Lamb or Christian Kirk? I'd have to, I'd go with Lamb over Kirk. How Christian Kirk got that deal? God bless him. I'm 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 not even gonna. <coughs> I ain't gonna say nothing, bro. God bless. Oh, him. My, my son's a big Cardinals fan at all. He can't. He can't bro. stand. It. I, I I'm taking uh, I, I'm I'm taking Lamb. Um, Allen Robinson or CD Lamb. I like Robinson. Because I think I think Robinson could even put up better numbers than what he had being out of nowadays or with a better quarterback. He was putting up the numbers he was in Chicago with uh, Matt Nagy as offensive coordinator, who I think is terrible. So <laughs> I can't stand Nagy, man. Oh man, the oh, hatred is real. I don't blame you. I hate him too. I don't know. I don't know how he kept his job as long as he did in Chicago. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm I'm not mad at you at all for. Saying that because you know, well, Nagy, if you, 
The dude will run three or four reverses to try to pick up a yard. Yeah. <laughs> a, a triple reverse to pick up a yard. No, hand the ball off to your damn running back or just throw, get that, throw get that yard. Just get that yard. Just get the yard and let's move on for our, with our lives. I swear. But, dude, I, I remember uh, I saw him do one of those plays. I think it was last year. And, like, he literally sat, like, stood there, like, real confused. Like, why didn't it work? And I'm like, all right, uh, go home. Um, uh, Interpret says, I only see CD good because of uh, of Cooper getting all the double teams. I, look, Dallas, their wide receiver core, they're fucked. And the reason why I say that is think about it. You got CD Lamb, who, again, he's not a number one. Now, can he be in a couple years? Perhaps. But as of right now, he's not. I was going to say maybe a couple years from being a number one. Right. And you, and you know who the number two is? Michael Gallup, who at best was their number three receiver and came off a torn ACL. I was going to say injuries. Yikes. Everybody uh, says. The people will tell you that the Cowboys are gonna go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Uh Yuki says I still think the Jags are gonna win the AFC South. Yeah, that's what he was he was saying that earlier today on the afternoon show. Let me digest it. Let me digest it. Hold on. Cause I don't I that's something I need to digest. Cause it's you what the Titans. Yeah, you're gonna say the Colts. So it's Titans, Colts, Texans, Jags. I don't know about that one, Chief. Nope. Nah. However, I will say this. I don't think they finished last in the division. I think they're probably like a game or two behind whoever's in second, whether it be the Colts or the Titans. Whoever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the Jags, don't get me wrong. I think they're definitely going to be improved with the with the moves they've made and when, mm. and then bringing in Peterson. Uh, I, I think they're I think they're going to be definitely improved. They might be. They might be ahead. They might move ahead of uh, Tennessee because t- Tennessee don't. They don't have no receivers hardly anymore either. Well, they got they got that kid that they drafted, um, and Robert no. Woods. Now Robert Woods is kind of the same category as Michael Gallup in terms of coming off the injury. So coming off an injury, and that so, ro- the rookie, you never know how they're going to do in their first year. Yeah, so like Traylon Burke. Yeah, yeah that, that's not, so. It's kind of like they got all that stuff. Plus, you still got Derrick Henry. Yeah. So, I was gonna say, if Derrick Henry stays healthy, that's the X factor. <laughs> right. So and with the no. Jags, and I was a big Trevor, I was a big Trevor Lawrence guy coming out of college. But is Trevor Lawrence going to look like the quarterback we thought he was going to be this year? Is he, or is he going to look like he did last year? Was that more I, of the I, I situation I, he was in, or we're going to have to see some improvement? Because I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt because he literally was just throwing at randoms. Like yeah. I could have suited up for them, so I get it. But now that you're, you, you think he kind of has more help, I do see, I, I expect to see some type of improvement. You know what I, do, I mean? Yeah, I, do I, too. Do. I don't think he's as bad as he was last year. I, right now, 100%. Think. Last one, C.D. Lamb or Devontae Smith? The, the young wide receiver from Philly. Me, personally. Ah, I think I'll lean towards Smith, towards Smith a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to go towards Smith. I think it's close. <clears throat> this was close. If you want to take CD, I'm not mad at you. I, I, w- I wouldn't even be mad at you at all. But then again, I do like Smith, though. And, well, and Smith doesn't, he hasn't really ever had that guy like uh, Lamb has on the other side with where he had him. He's about to have that now. He's about to have that now because now AJ Brown will get double team. 
So he go, whoo, what a time to be alive. But moving on to the next topic, my guy, we got our shit together. We are back up to 500, which I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. I was like, let's go. We're getting our shit together, right? Told people, and, and Chris, I, you're one of the people I told you, I said to. And, I, and I'm going to use the same line as when I was talking about the Celtics. When you ride with your team, you got bragging rights for life. Don't matter. I tell people that all the time. And lo and behold, here we are. <clears throat> We're getting it together. We're 27 and 27. So let me ask you a question. Four-game win streak. Completing a sweep of the Oakland Athletics. Let me ask you. Do you think Boston has figured it out? Or do you look at it as like, okay, it's a nice little run, but they, they're not really going to be doing anything? No, I, I think Boston has figured it out some. Uh, we had talked about it. I think it's been a week or two ago, and I, and you were asking them to buy or sell, and I told you I, I, I like the Red Sox the way they were trending. And then, like you said, they've won four in a row, four in a row, four of their last five. Uh, and they're, 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 if you look at their stats, their team ERA is only four, four fourteen. So it's not like their pitching staff's been terrible. Yeah, uh, our pitches starting to get it together. Yeah, they're starting to get it together. Hitting two thirty nine as a team, I'd like to see them start hitting the ball a little bit better. But they have it here as of late. They've been hitting the ball better. Yeah, uh, the, the reason why our our uh, our team. Or excuse uh, me, I read the wrong one. They. Uh, no, we're at a three seventy three team ERA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three seventy nine as a team. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I said this. The reason why I believe that, like you know, our the stats that we have are a little misleading, and the reason why I say that is because we put ourselves in a bad hole in the beginning of the season. We were horrible. Well, it was right. kind of like the Reds, but not to that extent. Right. We we were probably. In all honesty, okay, start, but we were probably heavy. like if if the Reds were like the bottom of the barrel, we probably was like a level above them. Like we weren't the bottom, but I will say we were close. The only difference that I honestly could have said was, all right, look, at least I could point to our offense and say these three guys are like <coughs> it was J.D. Martinez. Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers. I can at least point to those three guys and say, look what they're doing. You know? And like <clears throat> I have, I mean, that was I have the Red Sox. I have the Red Sox winning tonight, too. Thank you. The respect is yep. I guess the Angels, I think we're playing. Yeah, and you got yeah. watch on the mound. He's been pitching good this year. Oh, oh yeah. Michael, yeah, Michael Walker. He's been he's been pitching like yeah. 2.43 ERA, three and one record. Solid stuff, like one hundred ten percent. Solid stuff that he's got. Um, uh, and the angels, the angels who they're playing tonight, they've been kind of disappointing to me. I thought they would be better than what they've been doing this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Angels fan either, but <laughs> <coughs> I uh, I don't know if I would say disappointing. Hmm. Say maybe slightly underwhelming. They're twenty seven and twenty eight. You know, like. But then again, in my opinion, I'm not gonna say it's 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 disappointing because let's be honest, the Angels have been doing this for how long? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're the West Coast Mets; they've been doing this stuff for years. If anything, I'm more surprised that the Mets are like, I don't know, winning. 
that they haven't that they haven't fell off yet. I thought for sure by now they'd be going like this. I I, I thought by now, Backstreet would come out and say, "Fuck this organization, uh, I hate it. I wish I never came." I expected him to say something like that. And they you have one the question. better records in the league. They're at, what, 37 19. <laughs> if I'm mistaken, both New York teams are leading. Um, yep. They're they're in the top of the, of their respective uh um division. Like they're they're, yeah. they're up top, like bless their hearts. Um Gridaki sees uh Gridaki says, who is the most fraudulent MLB team so far? I, I got a couple. I got a couple. I say book. Toronto, I'd put up there because I I don't think they're as good as they've been playing. I'm trying to think mm. who else. I would have said the Mets if you'd asked me a couple weeks ago, but it's like I'm yeah. saying that now because no, they, they haven't failed. Now, if, if we had this conversation two weeks ago, um, let me ask you something. Let me let me let me throw out a couple teams, and I want you to let me know whether or not you believe they're fraudulent. Okay, uh, Milwaukee Brewers. I, yeah, I'd agree with. I would say yes because of their offense. They, they're not hitting the ball as good as they no. were in the past. But they're pit. They're pit. They still got the pit. They still have pitching, but they don't have the offense. Right. And again, for me, this it reminds me. They're in my opinion, they are kind of like the reverse, or not reverse, but they're kind of what um, the Rays were last year and the year before last, where it was like the offense was sluggish. But they had dominant pitching. The only problem I have and why I personally am going to start calling these guys, and when I say these guys, I'm talking about um, the, the Brewers. Why I'm going to call it, why I'm calling them frauds, is simple. When you looked at that roster with the Rays, they just weren't good hitters for the most part. Yeah, They were just solid guys who can make contact and it's fine. The problem here. They're good hitters who just can't hit. And the number one name you got to bring up, Kristen Yelich. Yeah, I was going to say Yelich fell, in all, fell like, off. Like, think about it. Trevor Story was doing the same thing. We were killing him. Christian Yelich, Scott Free. This kid won an MVP. <coughs> this is an MVP batting 218. What? What? And honestly, if it wasn't for the division that they're in, no, they they wouldn't be up there at the front. They're just in a terrible division with the Reds and the Cubs, and the Cardinals haven't been playing great. Hundred percent, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Let me I'm a bit, you. and I'm a diehard Reds fan, but we were just well, we were looking like we were turning our season around until this week. We was one of the hottest teams in May, and then the first week of yeah, June, yeah. We one of were like, yeah, they were like, oh, we're not in May no more. Oh, well, may the L's come. I guess that's that's the vibe they were on. Um, last team green out there again tonight. He got hammered his last time out. Last team, the San Diego Padres. Now, they're second in the in the division, right in the NL West. They're behind the Dodgers. However, they're only back by two games. Only two. Um, looking at it, they're the team ERA. 334, which, you know, it's acceptable. Their team batting average, 233. 233. Man, 
Have you noticed, like, almost, if you look at all the batting averages, most of the teams are in the 230s to 240s. All of them are down for team batting average. It's insane, though. It's insane. But um, with all this, are do you think do you think there's an argument to be made about the Padres being frauds? I think you can because of uh, their pitching staff hasn't been as dominant as I thought it would have been. Snell, I know he's just coming back, but he hasn't. He hasn't pitched up to his ability that we've seen him pitch. Let me ask uh, you something about that. It, don't you think it's odd that when he was with the the Rays, uh, he won the he won the Cy Young with the Rays, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Well, yeah, okay. I think it was the same year. Matter of fact, the same year they went to the World Series, right? Um, we looked at him as 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 a top guy. All this stuff. He goes to San Diego. And I don't want to say he's a bum, but it's almost as if he stopped being a number one. Yeah. And it's like as soon as he got to San Diego, all of a sudden, he fits more as like a three-hole pitcher. And you okay, I, I just wanted to make sure because I don't know what it was, but when Blake Snell left Tampa, that that didn't sit right with me. But I was like, you know what? I get it. And the World Series, you just got pulled out. You was on it. You was on your stuff. So I get it. But then all of a sudden, he gets to San Diego and just hasn't been, same, hasn't been the same guy. <clears throat> and he he lost he lost his velocity, location, his fastball almost sometimes resembles a changeup. But then when they replay and you show the grip, it's a four seam, and it's bizarre. It's so bizarre, but I just wanted to throw that out there just in case. And he hasn't pitched much this year. He's only pitched 15 innings. That's it. Yeah, he only made three. Uh, he only made three appearances. He only but made he, three appearances. Almost a five. He's almost up at that five ERA. Yep, 4.8, which is not looking good for them. Last their topic. team, I would put right up, probably right there on the edge because of their pitching. I thought their pitching would be better than what it is, and I thought that's what was going – where that where I thought they might go ahead of the Dodgers, but I don't mm-hmm. see the Dodgers. I'm 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 with you. I'm I'm. Uh, I mean, look what the I mean the Dodgers lost Bauer. I mean, look who all they've lost, and they're still at the top. If we're gonna be honest, if we're gonna be honest, last topic I want to get um, get into with you, um, Golden State to beat Boston. You know, clap, clap, clap. congratulations to them. A tell of two, a tell of two different games here. If we're gonna be honest, but here's the question I have for you: Did the Boston Celtics sell the game, and did you know? Did they basically like just come out and just lose it, or did Golden State, <coughs> excuse me, did Golden State came come out just assert the dominance and earn basically won the game? I think it's a, I think it's a little bit of a combination of both. Mm. Uh, I didn't. I I'll be honest. I didn't watch all the game. I was watching the WWE last night. Me and Dad. Me and Dad done and watching along for that. But I watched. I saw highlights and I watched yeah, some I, of the game and they replayed I, I, it. I was watching both. I was trying to watch both, but damn, my stream on my other computer wasn't wanting to work very good. But uh, what I saw, plus you know how they replay the game later that later that night, like at two in the morning. Right. I couldn't sleep, so I watched. I watched the first half back last night the first half was competitive 
It was right in the game, and then for, in the third quarter, Boston did not. They they didn't show up for the third quarter, and the and the Warriors went on one their third quarter runs. It was kind of reminiscent of Game One when, except it was the fourth quarter when the Boston went on that big run against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was. I think the. I think the Celtics relaxed a little bit. I really do. I think they they stole that. They got that first game. If you wanted to call it a steal, but you know what I mean. They stole a game on the road, like. Was, right. And uh, I think they kind of went in that second game. Where you had house money. But man, if you if you if you win that game last night, to me the series is over. If either one of them, if you get up 2-0, man, and especially winning the first two on the road, on the road, the Celtics were would be sitting great. And it they it was like yeah. they let up going in after, after halftime, let up, and yeah. they let that slip that chance slip through their hands. Here, here's my thing. So first and foremost, uh, I said this. Um, I said this. Yesterday, oh no, 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 I said this a couple weeks ago. If in order for the Celtics to win, they got to take care of the ball. Yeah, I said, and this is my exact quote: "We can't turn the ball over twenty times. Look in the mirror and say, damn, we should have won.' Eighteen turnovers. You got eighteen turnovers. You're gonna lose. That there, there's just no other way. How many around. turnovers did the Warriors have? I think they had like seven. That's a, and that's rare. Oh, like for twelve. The Warriors. Twelve. Well, even that's rare for the Warriors. They're usually up there, fifteen or more. Right. That was what because that was my key, <laughs> one of my keys to the series was which team took care of the ball better because that was the right. that was the big weakness with the Warriors throughout the playoffs is turnovers. They'll turn the ball over close to 18, 20 times a game. Right. So, but but here's the part that first and foremost, by the way, let me let me address the elephant in the room with Draymond. Should Draymond have gotten a technical been ejected? Yes. If I was the official, I don't care if he has a technical before or after. I'm doing a double technical on both Jalen Brown and Draymond. Now, I've seen people ask, why does Draymond get away with this stuff? And I believe, honestly, the answer is simple. It's not, and I think in Draymond's case, it's not because he's a star. It's not because he's that good. It's not that, you know, that the refs want to protect the game. I just genuinely think Draymond has been so dirty for so long that when you see him do this stuff, it almost comes across as normal because he's been doing it. It's the same thing with Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace gets yep. teched up, and it got to the point where there have been many texts just because he looked at them. You're just so accustomed to Rasheed Wallace on the verge of saying something that you just tech him up just because. You tech him up. The most famous one, he was staring at an official. When he was with Portland, uh, the Trailblazers, he was just staring at him. He got texted him, and Steve Smith was like, what happened? He ain't say nothing. He was like, he was staring at me. Like, and I think I think it's the same thing with Draymond. Like, Draymond has been doing this for so long that it just seems normal. If that if that game if that game would have been in Boston, he 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 would have got ejected. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I, I he would have. I don't think I don't think he would have got. So. Cause man, there was two or three so. after he got that first technical. There was two or three times after that that you could have gave another technical. One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. I think one of them would have got called in Boston being on the maybe, road. maybe. I, I, like I said, I just believe that the reason why he didn't get that second tech called on him was just because you're you're, you're accustomed to doing it, so you're not gonna really call him a tech every time he deserves it because yeah. you're just used to seeing it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what that too. You know what I mean? Th- that's just. Why? Because I've seen a lot of Celtics fans and just a lot of NBA fans get upset. 
<clears throat> and I'm like, I understand it if you guys look at it in a vacuum. But if you look at Draymond's career, this isn't the first time he's gotten away with dirty plays. So I don't remember, have a problem. Like, I have a problem with him with like with him running his mouth and you want no, to do no. all that. But when you start shoving people or tripping you, them or that, that's when you got that's, 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 that's a totally different thing. You do you need to tech them up. You have to. What once you start playing, like for instance, when he was laying down, he basically was like he left his foot on Jalen Brown. Yeah. Well, grown man is gonna let you lay his foot on him and not do nothing. Like that's stupidity. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, you know, again, if Draymond wants to chirp and talk, you know, talk shit, that's fine. Yeah, if you can you talk know? shit and the other team lets you get in their head, hey, that's and on then them. they get mad and they push you. You know what? That that's on them. Because all Draymond is doing is I'm just chatting. I'm just talking shit. That's it. But once you start crossing that line, because he's a habitual line crosser, the rest just kind of start looking at it like Draymond being Draymond. So I think that's why he's able to get away with this stuff a little more. Do you, do you think the fact that a lot of people, I'm sure the refs here, a lot of people blame that the reason the Warriors lost that series to uh, the Cavs years ago, a few years ago on that he a got – that he got a, uh, ejected and got suspended. Do you think that? Do you think that maybe gets in the refs' head when in these maybe, playoff games? I mean, th- there's probably some refs that it does get in their head. There's probably some, but I do want to address that. Look, I'm gonna say this to my dying breath because I've had somebody come. I, I've I've spoken to someone. They were like, "Yeah, if Draymond doesn't get suspended, um, you know." And here's my thing. In that game, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Warriors by 17. Draymond Green, if he makes a 17-point difference, God bless him. But I don't want to hear it when the guy doesn't even average double-digit points for his career. Well, plus, he he missed. He got suspended for game five, right? Four. I think it was game four. So there was, four. Three, there was three more games after the game he got suspended. He at least played two more games, bare minimum. If I'm mistaken, I think it was four. It was either four or five. I think you're right on four, though. But either way, he had... Yeah, yeah, I, I I think either four or five, but he came back and played in at least the next two games. Yeah, and got smacked. So I don't want to hear nothing about if Draymond doesn't get suspended. Instead of saying that, Draymond should have got suspended. It'd been different if he got if he got like missed a game. Say he missed game seven. He got suspended in game six and was out for game seven, and they got beat. Then I can then say maybe, maybe then you maybe can make some argument, but even then, guess what I'll say. Of those six suspended. games that you guys lost three of them, Draymond yeah. was there. Yeah. You know what Draymond said? Yeah, no one ever beat us 100%. That's the most dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Did you hear him taking another shot at KD last night? Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I need Draymond and KD just to go fight. Just go fight. Get out the way. Let's just let's just get it out the way. Even when, <laughs> go even fight. He was here. Ste- Steph was the one that got our offense started. I'm like, damn, dude, why, why did you say yeah, that? Like, like, stop brain? it. I'm like, because you know KD's going to say something back. Stop it. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing? Uh, it, it, Draymond just been talking. I swear to God, he just talk. I'm convinced Draymond is kind of like me in the sense that he talks just to hear himself. Swear to God. Swear to God. Uh, you can says KD versus Draymond in a boxing match. Who would win? I don't know. Because Draymond will get disqualified because they'll kick him in the nuts. And KD will probably be like, I don't feel safe and get out the ring. So I don't know. 
I, I don't I don't know. I, I'll hey, tell you this right now: if someone's getting disqualified. Hey, everybody likes to do them celebrity uh, boxing matches, and they need put they need put that together. Hundred percent, hundred percent. This offseason, KD versus Draymond. I need a book. But back real quick to the Celtics. Look, like I said, turning the ball over eighteen times. Yeah. That's not again. I don't care what team you're playing. You could play the Houston Rockets. You could play the Orlando Magic. You could play the Detroit Pistons. Doesn't matter. All like 18 turnovers, it's not that that's not gonna do it. But here's the point everybody's missing, right? The Boston Celtics did their job. They we went to Golden State, and our job. So what you wanted them to just be 2-0? So okay. I, I say the logical thing that Boston should have been, you know, 1-1. One, one. That's fine. The kids are mad at me because I nah, I guess, okay, 4-0, is that better? I get no respect in this household. No respect. But Boston did their job. They were like, look, if we go back to Boston with a split series, we're comfortable. We're good with that. And I don't blame them. I would be too, you know? And I think that's and I think that's that's why I lean toward that they kind of let up some in that third in that third quarter. They didn't right. come out in the second half with the same intensity as, as in the first half. Right. And by the way, I don't want anyone to say nothing about oh yeah, you like look, we had Jalen Brown gave us 17 and Jason Tatum gave us 28. The next the next highest point total by by a player was Derek White with 12. Everyone else say 11 or 12. Yeah, 12. Single digits. I, I, and I've been asking people this. Nobody wants to talk to me. Do you genuinely believe Al Horford is going to go for two points again? Do you? And I'm not saying Al Horford's going to go out there and he's going to give me 26 again. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say he's going to do what he done in game one, but he's not going to do what he done in game two. Somewhere in the, me more in the eight middle. Eight to 12. Yep. If we get eight to 12 from him and you really think Mark is smart, is only going to give us two points next time? No. Be honest. Is it really only going to give us 22 next time? You really think Grant Williams is only going to shoot the ball twice? Like, like and if you say yes, you're an idiot. With all due disrespect. And Tatum, and Tatum hasn't had one of his best games yet. No! No! Shot the ball terrible in game one. Don't get me wrong. He he affected the game a lot with his passing, had 13 assists or whatever. He <laughs> affected the, the game in yeah, but, but he, the buckets wasn't falling. Yeah. And, and yesterday he shot a little bit better, but he still not wasn't as, fish, as efficient as he usually is. Listen, we did our job. We split. Period. That's it. We went to Golden State thinking, sure, we listen, you want to be 2-0. You do. Right? If you could, you would sweep every series if you could. However, sometimes you need to think logically. And right now, the boss says, look, if we go back to Boston 1-1, I'm comfortable with where we are. And where are we at? 1-1. Heading back to Boston. Like, and just like if the if the Warriors can go 1-1 in Boston, they're, they're going to feel good about going back except, to Golden State. And that's the thing with Golden State. Golden State is like, look, we need one game. We, at the bare minimum, need one game. Yeah, you, you don't want to go down 3-1. That's it. If you give us one game, we're good. And that's going to be their mindset heading in. And it comes but, back to the best of, best of three. 
Yeah, I, I just, I just love it how it went when it was game one. It was like, oh yeah, the Boston Celtics stole a game, and then when it was Golden State, one it was like, oh yeah, Golden State dominated. I'm like, bro, if your takeaway was Golden State dominated, bro, with all due disrespect, you're a fucking moron. Like, no, no, no. I'm gonna start saying this instead of calling people morons. I'm gonna call them a mark. I'm gonna be like MJF. You're a mark. <laughs> By the way, Chris, I don't know if you read the messages. I am convinced Cody Rose is not really hurt. That was spray paint. <laughs> that was spray paint. Towards the end of the match, I saw some of it rubbing off. And I will say this. If Tony Khan, if if instead of in WWE, Cody was in AEW, if Tony Khan let Cody go out there like that, I promise you, hashtag cancel AEW would be trending. Swear to God. <laughs> the perks of being Vincent Kennedy McMahon, bro. What a, I'm, in, what a, I'm interested to see what he comes out and says. What uh, Rhodes is going to come out and say tonight? Yeah, I, he's probably going to come out. You know, honestly, this is what I think he's going to do. He's going to come out and say, "Look, I'm fucked. I got to get surgery, but I'll be back better than ever. Better than ever." I guess after the pay per view ended last night, he he, he said it was his decision to re- decision mm-hmm. to wrestle with nobody else's and stuff. Right? Yeah. Like he and he he, he said something along the lines of like. The company didn't want me to. I had to sign something and say he basically was trying to take the load off the company, which I get. Cool. But by the way, he's wearing the Royal Rumble. So I'll tell you what, though, that match was a better match than what I thought it was going to be. I, I had somebody after. tell me that that the Hell in a Cell pay per view, or I'm sorry, premium live event was a banger. I'm like, huh? I'm like, this was arguably a weak pay per view. And at best, it was mid. At best, honestly, the Judgment Day versus um, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan—I thought that was underwhelming. I thought that was extremely underwhelming, in my opinion. The women's match was a banger. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the one they the they kicked off the uh, kicked off the show with. Hell yeah! Any, was... Anytime I get to see Oscar on my screen, dude, that, like bro, like. That was probably the best match of the night. Oh, honestly, it was. And because remember, we haven't seen Asuka in a grip. So her coming back, I was like, let's go. Asuka, let's go. I was hyped. Becky Lynch still doing Becky Lynch things. And then Bianca Belair just being the EST. What what and then Madcap Moss versus Baron Corbin. I don't know what happened. I went to pee and came back, and happy Corbin was in a neck brace. What happened? I don't know. I've never been so confused in my entire life. I literally went. Oh, so you missed, <laughs> you missed the end of it? I I, I must have. I must have. Because I was watching. I was like, okay. You know, in my opinion, I was like, this isn't a match I would have on a pay-per-view. This is just a match that they threw in there because Roman didn't want to work. The Usos were just chilling. And they were like, quick, we need one more match. So they threw that in there. But. I pee, come back, and all of a sudden he's in a neck brace. And I'm like, the only thing left is for them to put the face mask upside down like they did to MJF. And I was like, honestly, if they if, if the WWE doesn't do this, they're missing a huge opportunity. Yeah, he, he took the stairs and hit him, uh, put the chair around his neck and then took the stairs and slammed it on top of that chair on his head. I like Going how they changed to- him, though. I like how they changed him. He's not mad cat like that little. Oh, yeah. Because the dude, the dude has talent. I, and I like now that he's not he's not so gimmicky with the suspenders and stuff. He actually mm-hmm. actually looks like a mean dude. <clears throat> right. Uh, before we sign off, 
um, Miguel uh, and Duhar, uh, Yankee star baseman, for the umpteen time demanding a trade yet again. Um, I don't blame him at all. Um, the Yankees keep saying, "Oh yeah, he's a good glove." You know, they 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 want they hype him up, and then you go get Josh Donaldson. Okay, whatever. Okay. Um, let me ask you that: Do you see any legitimate fits for for Andujar? Do you think that there's any team that should go for him that you know could use him, or are you kind of like, look, he's kind of damaged goods and just don't even don't even try it? I could I could actually see him fit. I'm probably going to say this just because I'm not usually big on getting Yankee players, but I could I could kind of see the Reds. Him with the Reds. Yep, over at third because we I mean we have Mustakas that plays over there, but. He he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and here lately we've been playing him at first base anyway. Right. And you can play him at first, and you can use Votto as a DH. Right, because that's what I was gonna say. Like, or you can like, use Mustakas so, as a DH. Right, because to to save both of them, because Joey Votto is getting older, and Mustakas he's getting hurt. They're kind of alternating DHs, which kind of leaves third wide open. Because you could just put Mustaks, uh, you could put him at first, whatever Joey Votto's DHing. Yep. Same thing, vice versa. So that kind of does leave a, a hole in terms of third base open, <coughs> which I get. Um, Rez just sent one of their young prospects to the Yankees. Yes. Yeah. So I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. But. Give me. How about both of you don't get it? Give me. Thank you. I cannot yeah. wait to move. No, no. When I move, I'm getting my, my own room. I don't care. I, I'll put my fiance in the living room. I need my own room. I need my own room with a with a lock, with a lock too. So I'm gonna slam the door. I'm gonna slam the door and lock it. So that way, when my kids be like, I'm just gonna have like a TV. I'm just gonna turn the sound up. That's why I'm gonna I got lucky. My son moved out, gave us an extra bed, uh, extra room in the house. So I took it. I took it over. This is where I stay, ninety percent of the time. <laughs> huh? Where are we moving to? You said where are we moving to? Yeah. I don't know where you moving to, but oh, I'm, I'm, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, yo, relax. Come on, come on. Yo, damn, I'm sleeping on. The, I'm sleeping in the living room today. Fuck. I love you. Oh, okay. I, I I might be able to see with the best. She uh, said, "I love you back." Votto, you um, got your, oh man, Votto scares me. When he tries to stretch a, a single into a double. Ooh. He he, he runs bases like he's fast. He tries to run by he's fast. You, he's know, you know who he reminds me a lot of? You know who he really reminds me a lot? Albert Pujols. <laughs> I've never seen a slow dude constantly try to stretch singles into doubles so much. And it's like I've seen multiple times where like he'll be on first and you know he'll get to third. And the third base coach will tell him to stop. This is back when he was with the Cardinals, right? And this is so like prime Pujols, right? right? And they'll tell him to stop, and he's like, "Fuck that noise!" And he like overruns it a go, and he gets thrown up by a mile. And then like he does it and looks at the third base coach, and he just goes, "Votto's oh, done that a couple times this year, <laughs> dude." In my opinion, it, it's hilarious. He looks like he's running in quicksand. It is the funniest thing ever. Funniest thing ever. And it's funny because like his arm pumps. He pumps, yeah. and it looks like his leg is pumping, but, like, it just doesn't translate to actual speed. It, it, it's the funniest thing in the world. But in terms of Ryan Duhar, I do think another team that would be interested in him probably would be the Marlins. Um, I think uh, if you put him, you know, 
you put that, but I mean, I, I personally think that's a little bit of a stretch because I feel like if, if they put him there, it would be more of a situation where it's like, all right, look, we're just holding you here for, for a couple years and then, you know, move you on, whatever the case may be. Um, what about the Texas Rangers? <gasps> yeah, I, I could see maybe the Rangers. I mean, I, I think there's a few. But the sad part about it, where he's at right now, I think if he would go to a good team, let's say <laughs> the Dodgers get their hands on him. Let's say the Padres. Let's say um, the Mets. Like, you know, like one of those top teams. The sad part about it is he's pretty much going to be in the same situation. Yeah. He might play a few more games, but that's really it. It's not. It's not going to be anything, frankly, worth being traded over. No, yeah. If he's going to get traded to get more playing time, he's going to go to a team that isn't any a good. bum team. Let's be honest, a bum team. He's going to have to go to one of those low teams that are that are still trying to figure stuff out. You know, um, but damn, we're about Reds are about right knocking Bumgarner out of the game in the first inning. I like. <laughs> You see, and it's funny because you were just like, oh, we were just, I was, well, not I mean, me. I was just talking shit saying how the Reds were, uh, you know, how they sucked. And yeah, Adam, Madison Bumgarner has not looked nice, bro. He's, he's struggling. He has two outs, so they might only give up the one run, but they've already made a pitching. They've already came out and talked to him. And talked to him, yeah. Yeah. And there have been rumors that he's kind of been – Pitch it through an injury, so let's see what happens. But that's enough for us. Appreciate you guys watching the Prideful Takes podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. Any news you guys want us to talk about, feel free to tag us. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes and also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri. Play the Private Takes podcast and she'll take care of the rest. And as always, go to www.fatco.com. Use discount code Private Takes and get 15% off. Chris, what was that face for? Kyle Farmer got hit. Looked like I thought I was going to hit him in the uh, toward the face, end up hitting him in his hand. Hopefully, he didn't Damn. break his hand. So that that's what they talked to him about. Yeah. That's a like, I'm hitting someone. He's like, I'm hitting someone. Fuck this noise. He's like, I'm sick of this shit. Bumgarner, man, I don't know. He, his velocity is not there no more. Even when he rears back to throw a fastball, his velocity is not there anymore. Yeah. Yep. But, Chris, I appreciate you being here, my guy. Always a pleasure. Always an honor, my guy. Um, Cincinnati sucks. Fuck the Colts. Pacers dog shit. There we go. So a few parting jabs before before we hop out of here. But on behalf of Gonzo as your boy Pride, I'll be back here on Wednesday. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. The handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. Two to show. Tani, center field, let's watch it go! Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.